Hi everyone, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Renzi. I am joined by Dr. Lise, a human potential expert and leader who is going to bring insights to everything you need to know about love, dating, and relationships. We are so inspired and excited to present you with the knowledge that will get you to live a more alive and fulfilling love life with a lot less drama. Soul Worthy Love is going to debunk myths that have gotten people scared of love when it's actually the safest thing in the world. Whether you are aware of it or not, love is truly what makes you feel the happiest. Love of yourself, others, and your life. That's what's going to make you feel like you are living heaven on earth. We are going to bring you down to earth with ways of understanding and living love that will make you feel empowered so you can make wiser choices. Welcome to Soul Worthy Love. So dating in 2021 is very different than if we were to date in the early 2000s, given that COVID is still happening and we're relying more on dating apps than ever to get us out there in the dating world. Now, we can agree that these apps provide us convenience, but they can also affect how we perceive relationships and ruin our entire image of love. So in this episode, we are going to explore the world of online dating and how that can distort our view on relationships. But most importantly, Dr. Lise is going to share with us what we can do to protect our hearts so we can conquer the dating world with confidence. Welcome, Dr. Lise. Hello, Online dating. The advantage I have is... Um, I come from the good old days where we didn't have online dating and I've done also online dating. So I know both sides of the experience and I, it's so interesting. There are people, depending on who you speak to, there are people who really do not want to go online dating. It's like, it's a failure. If you have to go online dating, that means you're a loser. And that is one of the things I really help people to get over it. You know, if you don't want to do it because you would rather feel a connection and you have enough of groups that you know, but you partake in different places and it's good, it's working for you. That's great. But if you're not doing online dating because you think you're a loser, if you have to go online dating, then that's something to really uh, get over because the beauty when when I was growing up, the only people you would have would be the people that you knew in your school or you know at work, and that's how you know my friends knew other people, which is you know a good way of meeting people. But it's it's very limited. In the olden days, people would meet their spouse at church in small villages, so the pool of people you could connect with was a lot smaller. The beauty of online dating is that it gives you access to a lot more people. And you also get, if you are on the right side, you actually get to see, first of all, these people are looking for a relationship, number one, because, you know, you can go to the grocery store and bump your cart on somebody else's cart and you can go, oh my goodness, I'd love to be with this person, but no. They're taken. You don't know that. So, Have you seen people do that? Bump their carts into each other and then In their imagination, that's how it's going to happen. But so when you go online dating, you, you at least know that the person is looking for, you know, a partner. So that's number one. Uh, number two, if you're on the right dating site, you can have more of a description of who they are and what they're looking for. And that is 
what is super important. I find I've met thousands of people in my career. And I find that a challenge the younger generation has right now, the older people who go online dating don't have the same challenge, but the younger generation, because of all these things with likes and wanting to get likes, and if you get lots of likes, then that means you're popular. There's a mm-hmm. huge, huge attachment to getting likes. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that people actually like you. They just mean that the portrait of what you are showing is what they like. And that is so, so, so important to find true love. You need to love who you are. And loving who you are is being able to own you know, who you are, what you're all about, and not trying to fit in some cool idea what it should be like, what you should look like, and what you should be able to say. So my most important tip for online dating is be real. Be yourself. If you're not yourself, you can't find someone to love the actual self of you. And I'm going to share about my experience. Um, I ended up online dating for a while. So I have actually a lot of experience. I think God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, wanted me to have all kinds of experiences so that when people come to me, I have so much data in my database. (laughs) I can always pull out some experience from myself. So I ended up dating. And what I realized, it's, first of all, you need to know what you want. Because otherwise, if you put sexy pictures, people are going to, you know, connect with you. But does that mean that, you know, if they look sexy too, you want to be with them? Not necessarily. So You need to know what are the qualities that you're looking for in someone, but also what fulfills your heart so that you can eliminate. Because one of the things that's going to make you very, very jaded, this is the best. You're asking me how to protect, you know, our hearts when you're online dating. You don't want to become jaded because if you have a hundred dates and they never work out, you're just going to not want to involve yourself into anything. You're just going to go through the process. And it's it's actually quite dangerous. So the benefit of online dating is it gives you access to a bigger pool of people. So, you know, bigger than going to church and meeting someone that happens to be sitting on your church pew. But um, the other, the it's always the yin and the yang, the light and the dark. I really own this. This is something super important. And every method that you take is going to have a set of pros and cons. So the pros is of online dating, it gives you a larger pool. The cons is because you have a larger pool. If you don't know who you are, what makes you heart sing and what you're looking for, or if what you're looking for is an illusion, it's what the Hollywood movies make you believe you should have, you're going to get really jaded. That's why we're creating this soul-worthy program because I am convinced that helping people experience love will change the world. We all need to discover more what true love is all about because love is safe. We've been saying this and I'm going to say it over and over and over again. Love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. 
It's infatuation. It's looking for someone or something on the outside to make us feel whole. And when we lose that thing, then we, we are devastated. It's like if you don't think you're cool and all of a sudden this very cool girl or guy I, you know, is interested in you. It's like, oh, wow, they're so cool. Like, then it makes you feel so elated and it's so intense. And wow, like, ah, oh, this is so great. You can't stop thinking about them and wanting to text them and know what they're doing. When, when you're in that state, you're not loving because you're not seeing who you are. You're putting someone on a pedestal, which automatically puts you in the gutter. And when you put someone on a pedestal, they don't feel that you love them. It feels wrong. It feels elated. It feels like it's unsafe. And sooner or later, something is going to happen that's going to create this whole thing to crash. And then you're going to be scared of wanting to go into relationships. So rule number one, know who you are and know what you want out of love. And love is not this big high. Love is really quiet. And our last podcast when we were speaking, you were telling me about you and your boyfriend. And yes. when you are when you love someone, you can actually have, you know, have a fight. Fights are actually healthy. There used to be a love lab in the States. I don't know if they're still doing this, but couples could would go there for the weekends and they would record couples and there was one thing that they could predict and what which was which couples would not make it and the couples that wouldn't make it were the ones who were not fighting so if you're not fighting that means you're you're always agreeing you're being passive which leads you to being aggressive and so it's really important to be assertive I digress. <laughs> when I start talking about this thing, I can talk and talk and talk. So it's super important to know who you are, what you want, and op be open to having real love, which is not a super high. Like it's it's normal if you meet someone and you actually feel a connection to feel like, oh wow, this is cool, and you feel you know a little kicking your steps and you feel like, oh, no, 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 it's cool. But if you feel like you can't live without this person right when you met them, beware. So you really need to know who you are and what you want. And so with my own online dating experience, um, I had to, to know this, and especially if you feel lonely, if you, if you haven't been in a relationship for a while. And that is something I actually find interesting is a lot of the younger generation right now um, a lot of you uh, wait a long time before in your relationship because you have your group of friends and they're super important. And to actually let somebody in, inside your group of friends seems to be something that you do, you know, out of love, not of needing because you're so lonely and you absolutely need to have someone by your side. So that's, you know, that's a good thing to take your time because you're not so lonely. But if you're desperate, and that happens even in young people, if you're desperate and you feel all my friends are in a relationship but me. Now you feel like a real loser. Then it becomes worse because now you're going to go on all these dates just so that you you find the one that's going to make you feel like you're not a loser anymore. So that's super important. And to be, to, and I've helped so many people and it seems that the magical moment is when you love yourself enough 
to show who you really are. Like I have this really cool woman. She's like 25, 26, came to see me. And she was never able to find a guy. And she's super accomplished. And she's a race car driver. <laughs> and she would not, she would go online dating, but not tell the guys that um, she was a race car driver. And when they would find out, a lot of them would become intimidated and they would just disappear. So I told her, I said, you have no choice. If you want to find your guy, you have to not be scared. There's a guy out there who's going to be juiced by you. So write who you are, describe who you are, and, and don't be afraid. Don't, don't dim your light so that other people won't feel you know, insecure around you. Be yourself because there's always someone who's looking exactly for that. Because you don't need 10,000 dates. You need the one date that you want to connect with. So be honest, even if it scares people away. Um, that's all right, because they're not the right people. This is the difference between an Instagram or a Facebook post. Like, you don't need 10,000 likes. You just want the one that go, oh, this sounds very interesting. I think I would like that. And the same thing happened to me. When I was online dating, you know, I had good pictures, guys were reaching out to me, but I was not displaying who I was. And they would go online all of a sudden and see my website, see that I've written books, how accomplished I am, and they would just disappear. Not because we were not getting along, but, or uh, we would go on a date and they would walk me back home and I have a big home and I could just see their jaw drop. And I went, okay, that's not good. I want a guy who's not afraid of my power. I want a guy who loves who I am. So I decided, okay, I'm going to go for guys who are powerful. So I ended up with someone who super accomplished, very wealthy, uh, emergency room doctor, <clears throat> MBA from Harvard. Um, so I thought he wouldn't be afraid of me, but still I could feel like he, he didn't ha- we didn't have the heart connection I was looking for. So I realized I think the heart connection was super important. No matter how powerful they were on the outside, I needed someone I could have a heart connection with. So I I went to another one and he was a CFO of a company and he was you know, powerful also, but it was not ready yet. That That's the other thing is, depending on how old you are, um, listening to this podcast right now, if you're older and you meet someone who's just in the process of divorcing someone, even though they tell you they're over, their relationship has been over for 10 years, don't buy into it. People need to go through a grieving process. Otherwise, you just become the pacifier that takes away their anxiety, but they, they're not, they don't really want you. They just want you to numb their pain. And it can be very intense and beautiful. And if you're okay having just a romantic thing, uh, just be aware though that it's most likely not going to last because they still have not processed their emotions and their heart is not open. So the best time for you to look for a partner is in, when you feel happy with yourself. And if you're not feeling happy with yourself, 
do things to make yourself feel happy with yourself. So you love who you are. So I ended up, okay, deciding, really learning from this. This is like, this is one of the things I, I, I really pride myself in doing is when I tell you things, it's either because I've experienced it myself and my clients, and I have like thousands of people come to see me. So I didn't read about this in a book. I actually have experienced it. So I went, okay, now I know. I know what I need. And that was the magical moment. I am not going to dim my light. I'm going to write exactly who I am. And I'm going to find a man who's juiced by me. And as soon as I did that, the magic of the universe conspires with you. And then he sends me a message saying like, wow, you have a great profile. (laughs) There was not 10,000 guys that reached out to me afterwards. He reached out to me and we had a right away, we felt the connection. So, and I've seen this with my other clients. The magic is in that. If you're looking for online dating and you want to be successful, first, don't go on their website where it's mainly pictures and you swipe left or right. You need to have, because everybody can look sexy on pictures. You know, with the right lighting, we can all look amazing. And then you meet them and go, eh. So, it's important to be physically attracted to the person that we meet, but it's not the whole thing. What's going to last for you is the qualities that make you feel you can connect in your heart. And I, I know right now people listening to this, some of you are listening going, ah, oh, that's too complicated. That's just because you're not ready yet to have a real relationship. Those of you who are listening right now who really want the real thing. You want something that fulfills your heart. I'm telling you, these are the basic principles. It's not rocket science. First, know who you are, what your values are, and what you want to have in a relationship. And it's important to have a consciously loving relationship. It's like having a career. Does a career just happen to you? No. A career is going to be what you work at making it happen. And it's going to be the same with... If you find a partner who is interested in having a consciously loving relationship, whenever you face a challenge together, you can actually work through it and learn something and fall more and more in love with each other. But if you find a partner that's just interested to go to clubs and drive a nice fast car and go on vacation and drink some mojitos, yeah, it's fun. But it's not the whole thing. It's not going to bring you the happiness you're looking for because the happiness you're looking for is a true heart connection. So Dr. Lise, I know you mentioned the idea of being real, being yourself. And one of our listeners, she actually had a question about how do you make an attractive profile and sound really interesting, but not too cringing. And I want to substitute attractive for quote unquote real instead, because like you said, Mm -hmm. having an attractive profile doesn't really do anything, right? People will just swipe. I think it's, is it right? That's, that's the, that's the math. It's, it's not about how many swipes you get. It's not how many matches you get, but within like, let's say you get a hundred matches, you have that one person who really, really you know, loves, I guess, loves quote unquote, your profile based on what you write, uh, your biography and such. So how do you create a profile that is real and authentic, but also attractive, I guess, at the same time? 
Yeah, for sure. You want to present yourself in a good light. If you love who you are, you're going to have pride in who you are. So you're going to want to, you know, project who you are in, in a nice, healthy way. And it's really about, let's say, some people are very uh, physically active. And so they're going to talk about, you know, who they are, for example, um, if you have family values and you want to have a, a relationship with someone who wants to, you know, have time, like depending on the cultural background that people have, like many like Italian families, it's very important to be able to spend time together with family member. It's not the same with all the different culture. The idea of having dinner with all your extended family every weekend <laughs> might not be the same thing. So just be honest about your like and dislikes. And you know, if you, the, I find the more you can be vulnerable without being, you know, uh, sappy, you don't want that, that, that doesn't look so well. Just be, you know, real. Um, if you're someone who loves to exercise and you love to read and, and grow and you, you're interested, like those, those of you right now who are listening to this podcast and you're listening to it, either there's an inkling inside of you that you want real love or you are really sure that's what you want. So you can make yourself more vulnerable by saying things like, um, right now I have been single for two years. I feel ready to be in a relationship. Uh, I know who I am and these are the things that help me in my career right now. I feel I'm growing um, or I'm over my career. I'm looking to do something else. Like just be honest, not sappy, projecting an upbeat um, feel to it. Because if you love who you are, you're gonna be happy to show who you are. And the key truly is to find someone who's happy. If you're a miserable person right now, don't think you're gonna find a charming prince or princess to come and sweep you off your feet and make you happy. Because that is actually the baby part of you. The baby part of you that's looking for a mommy or a daddy to come and soothe you. With the work that I do, I do a lot of mind-body work. And whether you're aware of it or not, when we enter into a romantic relationship, the Pavlovian bell rings and it brings back the first intimate moments that you had in your life. And the first intimate moments you had is usually mom, but also dad. So what happens when you're crying baby? Oh, mom comes and suits you. She she nurses you. She changes your diaper. She teases you. She she you know she smiles at you. She plays with you. She she tries to make you feel happy. Or daddy that does that. Or grandma, whoever. So there's a part of us that's been groomed to believe that this is what a relationship should be all about. Someone to make us happy. Yes, having a good partner makes us happy, but not because they are in charge of doing the things that's going to make us feel happy. Most of the people who have a relationship that fails is because of that reason. They are looking for someone that's going to make them happy and nobody can make you happy if you're miserable. It's super important for everybody who's listening to this. The key for you to have a great relationship is you need to have a great relationship with yourself. So that's why I created the Soul Worthy Love program. I highly recommend that you check it out. We have different, you know, programs for 
pure online where you can do it on your own and join us on a group coaching to the ones that have individual coaching. But it's super important for everybody to understand that a relationship with another is going to be as good as the relationship you have with yourself. And the more you're interested in living a great life, if you want to live a great life, you need to discover what is a great life for you. (laughs) So what is a great relationship for you? So how do you write a great profile? Be honest, have good pictures naturally. But I have uh, a client, she's, uh, she's an actress. And so she had these amazing photo, you know, uh, headshots of herself with makeup on and their lighting and like, wow. And then she also put pictures of herself without makeup to show what she looks like when she's not, you know, all dolled up. That's and that, wow, that takes courage to do that. Yeah. But, you know, the relationship that she got out of that was a lot better for her because the person knew the real her. It takes courage to have a great life. And if you look at the root of courage as the French word cœur, which is French for heart. So if you want to have a great relationship, you need to be courageous. And to be courageous happens more easily when you love who you are. So it's all, all connected. Love is an amazing state of being. And remember, love is the essence of who you are. So you have access to this. And if you don't feel good in your own skin, love yourself enough to go, hey, this is an illusion. Why am I carrying it, these stories inside of me? They don't need to be there. It's an illusion. I can get rid of them. I absolutely agree. You know, sometimes we just fall into the trap of, hey, their pictures look so good. I'm just going to swipe right on everything. <laughs> and then, you know, it doesn't work out. Um, and what happens is that the guy or the girl feels really upset. It's like they've been heartbroken without even entering a relationship, which is funny in itself. But having said that, if things go well, they start talking and the guy's like, hey, you know, let's go on a date. When is it a good time to initiate a date for either guys or girls who want to get out there? Yeah, so something that I highly recommend, and I know right now it's not cool, but actually call the person and talk. Because text is so easy to do. You can text back and forth, you can edit, you can, you know, backtrack, change the words, everything sounds always so perfect. Yeah. And then if you don't take at least the time to have a phone call, at least a phone call, half an hour. And if you feel a connection, then you go on a coffee date, or if you felt a real connection, you can go for a lunch date or a dinner date or a walk in the park or something. But I've seen that because I've had so many clients coming to see me and the only thing they've done is they put a, you know, a fake profile and the person they're meeting is like a fake profile and they're texting because they're tech savvy and it's all great. And then they end up meeting and it's nothing as the exact, they, they thought, imagine it was going to be. But when you get to speak, at least on the phone first, apparently there's a big connection with people's voice. Each voice has a vibration, has a frequency. So if you speak on the phone, you can feel a resonance with a person's voice or not. 
So you, you'll feel it inside of you. There's no resonance in the voice. You know, follow that instinct. So speak on the phone because otherwise, if you go on 10,000 coffee dates, you're going to get blasé. You're going to be jaded and you will shut down your heart. Shutting down your heart is going to prevent you from finding true love. So be discerning with your time. Um, so first, be real in your profile. Second, take the time to speak with them on the phone for at least half an hour. Have a conversation to decide whether or not you're willing to invest yourself in meeting this person. Dr. Lees, I feel like some of our younger listeners are freaking out right now and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to them like over the phone. <laughs> that is so uh-huh. scary because I have a lot of friends, you know, they spend hours composing one text message and I'm just like, what are you doing? Just go send the damn text. It's not that hard <laughs> saying hi. And they're like, no, but like, what if, what if he thinks I'm this or that? I'm like, what is he good? What is he going to think? oh, hi is bad. Like, just go, you know, texters. And I feel like sometimes with texting, it's like, oh, I can't double text or I can't text too late. Or if it's, oh, um, he didn't text me back. He left me on red for five hours. And it just, it's such a hassle. An obsession. It's an an unhealthy obsession. And it really comes from, and it creates anxiety like it's unbelievable because it's not real. It's all about trying to appear a certain way. So yeah. those of you who really want the true love um, relationship that your heart craves, yeah, you all have to learn to, okay, it's okay texting, but then we need to do the real thing. Go and practice. it's okay if they don't like you or if you don't like them. That way you're not wasting your time. Yeah, exactly. Go practice in front of the mirror right now, guys. Go go practice calling. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, on the topic of calling each other on the phone, I feel like a lot of, I feel like girls have more of a opinion on this because my other friend was saying, you know, if his voice doesn't sound nice, then it's it's just game over. He needs to have an attractive sounding voice. And I was like, okay, what do you categorized as attractive though like how deep does it have to be and she's like oh it has to be like deeper than mine which you know my voice is already pretty deep and I was like okay well voice is obviously something that matters to a lot of girls and I guess guys presumably and talking on the phone like you said Dr. Lee is that will help you know for people who are listening to this if you think voice is this the deciding factor to whether you're going to be in a relationship with this person or not, talk to them on the phone, right? Because if they have an attractive voice, then maybe you guys can go on another date. Or Yeah, and right on that note, like, okay, so what you're saying is really good because there's a difference. Like your friend seems to have already a, um, a very strict, narrow band of what an attractive voice is. Yeah. And that's like, one of my clients, she had decided that she was tall, like she was 5'8", and then, and when she was in heels, she was like 5'10". So she said, I don't want anybody, any guy who's less than 5'10", because when I wear my heels, I, I want to be, you know. And I, and I told her, I said, if you do this, if you meet a great guy, and because when you wear your high heels once in a while, 
you you don't like the fact that he's not taller than you, you're you're crazy. So she ended up meeting this guy. He was five eight, five nine, just like her, and five eight, five nine, and they're still together now. He's the best match she's ever had. So be careful to to be so narrow that you can't have the real thing. So with a voice, it's not about you know, high pitch, low pitch, or whatever. It's about the frequency. When I feel the, his voice or her voice, I feel a connection. There's, when you're in the heart, you can feel it. It's not about a certain pitch, bringing your, your tuning fork to know whether or not. It's about you feeling it in your heart because it's true, apparently, that women have more of a connection. Apparently, it's a deciding factor for many women is the voice of a man. Yes. And I love, my, I love my guy's voice. I do. But I didn't have a, you know, a preconceived idea of, you know, was it, did he have to be a baritone or not? <laughs> I just, you just need to know that you want to feel that connection because you, yeah. when you speak on the phone, you're going to feel it. There's going to be a resonance inside of you exactly and i'm pretty sure guys don't pick up the phone they're like oh she's a soprano we're an alto right? <laughs> exactly <laughs> like we're not we're not musical instruments we don't have to worry about that but um that that's quite funny i'm on the topic of just like i guess characteristics my friend was also saying my guy needs to have a strong arm and i was like okay okay again how do you define strong like do you have to feel his arm the day you meet him and go like yes I like your arm it's beautiful <laughs> anyways so she was really, it was really funny because she was on this date and she was like oh my gosh he's wearing this black t-shirt and it's so attractive because it makes his arm pop I'm like okay well there you go you find his arm attractive that, that's your answer <laughs> so well again Sometimes that could be the hook that gets you to actually want to go out with someone actually being the right thing. But it's the older you get, the more you're going to realize it's how someone makes you feel in your heart. If someone makes you feel in your heart, safe, at peace, inspired, loved, loving. If someone makes you want to be loving, that's an amazing gift. Because love is not a passive word. It's not about everything that you're going to receive. It's also what you're going to be willing to give to the relationship. It is a beautiful experience to, to give. In a, it makes us happy. That's why parents love their kids so much. They give so much of themselves. And that's what makes the relationship um, parent-child meaningful. Because you've given so much. It's so, so important. But at the same time, don't overgive. Right. My definition of love is wanting the best for the other person while respecting your needs. So that's why it's called the art of love. It's a dance. It's not black and white, set in stone, always the same thing. Because loving someone is wanting the best for them while respecting your needs. So loving is an amazing experience. As far as I am convinced that a romantic relationship is a spiritual evolutionary tool. The, if God is love, then highest form of spirituality is love. 
And learning how to truly love is the one of the most fulfilling things you can do in, in, in life. And the other part is loving yourself enough to bring the best out of yourself. That is what's going to make you feel grateful, happy, successful. That's how it comes. It comes from wanting to bring the best out of yourself, out of your essence. And that includes a romantic relationship where you're going to want to create something beautiful and steady, real, based on, on having faced challenges together. Because, and they live happily ever after. That's not going to happen. Because why? Because you face challenge by yourself every day. So when you have two people facing challenges together at the same time, guess what happens? It's challenging. <laughs> when two people are stressed, it's challenging to be in a relationship. That's when you need to be really a grown-up, conscious, and go, I'm not going to let my, my grumpiness on my partner right now, or I'll, I'll warn my partner right now, I'm grumpy today, beware, because I'm dealing with such and such thing. It is so, so important. You are not going to live happily ever after without facing challenges together because individually on your own, you face challenges. But when you put two people stressed together at the same time, it's extremely challenging. But that's also when you grow in maturity and you learn about true love. And I'm going to mention this right now. One of the most challenging times in a relationship, if you get married and you start a family, is when you have young children. It is exhausting. It is utterly exhausting. You're not sleeping so well. If you go to work, if one stays at home and they're, you know, 24-7 with the baby and the other one's going to work, and then they're working hard to make sure that everything is okay at home. And the person who's at home feels like they're always taking care of everything and nobody's taking care of them. So they may be part of them, wants their partner to baby them. <laughs> and then the partner comes home, feels like I can never have my partner because I always would. It's the most challenging time of a relationship, having children. And so be aware of that because I've worked with so many couples come to see me and they think their relationship is over because they're not happy. It's just because they're exhausted. That is, you need to be highly aware of what true love is all about. True love is being able to go through challenges together and grow more in love together because you're consciously striving to love each other. And I guess, you know, pertaining to online dating when you're going on a date and look at the other person's pet peeves right and see if if you can withstand them and be able to deal with them and think oh can I be able to put up with this person or if there's any challenges in the future that that arise will I be able to deal with them together because I know a lot of young people what they'll do is just something annoys them they'll be like okay well I'm gonna break up with them <laughs> yeah and that is actually one of the danger of online dating it's like there's so many fish in the sea. Uh, this one is not working. I'm going to go to the next one. But then they go to the next one. It doesn't work. And then they do this over and over again until they realize, okay, this is not working. Then they blame online dating for it not working. No, it's because when the going gets tough, they go running. And that's not what's going to make a good relationship. You'll never have a good relationship that way. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, even if there are, quote unquote, too many fishes in the sea, 
keep your eye out on that one. You just need that one fish. You don't need 10 billion other ones. Yeah, it comes down to first know who you are, know what you want in a relationship. And hopefully it's a consciously loving relationship with someone who matches your values. And then be real, you know, so it's only going to happen when you're real. And like you just said wisely, is this person someone I'm willing to put energy into so that we can grow together? Because that's what a beautiful loving relationship is all about. Your love can actually grow stronger every year because you make a great team together. You face challenges together. You've got each other's back. You trust with your heart. That is the most beautiful experience you can have relationships. Yeah, that's so good. And I think you wrapped it up super nicely, Dr. Lee. So, you know, listeners out there, don't be afraid of getting yourself in the dating world. Be yourself, be authentic, stay true to who you are, love yourself first, which is super important. And then, you know, the one will be there for you. So don't be discouraged. We are all rooting for you. That That's the end of our episode. Thank you so much, Dr. Lise. Thank you, Renzi. It was fun again. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Worthy Love. We have new episodes every Tuesday. Mm-hmm.